0: Reset Rebel. It's the
1: reset rebel. It's the reset
0: rebel. It's the reset rebel. Coming to you every day.
2: Welcome back. To the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule, and today I'm joined by a very special guest who's going to be co-hosting. The- Yoo hoo! Hi, I'm
3: Alex Gray. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being
2: here. And yes, we are basically celebrating. I feel like we need a, a couple of bottles of uh, champagne or something to co- to accompany our uh, our little.
0: Ching. It's just
2: water in a jar, actually, because we don't have proper glasses. Here. Jam jars of water. Mm. Very rock and roll. Congratulations, (laughs) Joe! Congratulations to you. It was, um, yeah, it's been an epic couple of weeks, really. We haven't really had a chance to sit down and have this conversation since the voice activation retreat wrapped up and ten unbelievably incredible women uh, inspired the ladies that were on the event. And, yeah, it feels like it kind of... We can't move forward until we've at least um, had a little uh, moment to appreciate what we created. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was such... Such a
3: magical moment, and as always on this island, it never fails to disappoint me, and it always surprises me. Um, so I was, yeah, really humbled and, and honoured to be part of um, be part of the retreat, and the event. Um, I think it's needed. It would, you know, it's so powerful. The work that was created, the people that showed up, what everybody came away with, and. Uh, yeah I learned I so much um, you know even just by hosting in the in the beginning section of it but being able to see how how it had shaped itself and what it had become on the final evening um, yeah was super heartwarming and um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, for for what will follow it's just the beginning
2: yeah, I just think, you know, I was not expecting eight people to sign up to the very first event. And also, you know, people like Jasmine Hemsley to come and talk and, you know, coming all the way from England. We had, you know, Kim Booth doing a sound healing and we had Susie Powell, the author, having a little chat about her story of brain cancer. We had Lydia Kimmeling coming to talk about her story. And there was just, yeah, such an eclectic mix of amazing teachers and people that shared there. Um, But, you know, in an art gallery that was very small and very intimate. And I think that was just like the perfect space. And actually, even the colour therapy art workshop that we did and we actually drew or we painted our voices um, Mm -hmm. at the end. Um, It was just really, really special and very unexpected, I think, in lots of ways. Um, But I think also for me, starting every day with the voice activation in the morning, out on the beach, out in nature, out in the elements. It was kind of windy, but clear and gorgeously crispy and sunny and bright every single day, actually. So we were really blessed with the weather. There was a few naked dips in the sea in between... (laughs) classes um which was um very Ibiza um but yeah very needed I think to sort of cleanse off some you know powerful moments where some real emotion was brought up and you know we did everything from laugh to cry to howl to scream to growl I mean there was a there was a lot going on and you brought your amazing gabbling um exercise to the table I I wonder if you might even just give us 20 seconds of that one okay
3: here we go. We have to do it while you're looking intently in someone's eyes.
1: Okay.
3: I'm ready. Okay. blah <laughs>
2: Interesting. I mean, yeah,
3: I know exactly what you mean, actually. I hope you got all of that, because later I'm going to test you on what I actually said. I feel like I had a sort of spiritual download there. Well, you know, I mean, light codes are so 22 right now, so I don't know. Possibly, um, possibly, but container of Alex Gray's innermost feelings and thoughts. Yeah, I, I mean, if you can't understand me, then I don't know who will. No, I really, I mean, that is just one of the exercises that we did in the workshop. Um, we did lots of practical voice unleashing exercises. But the main part of what I was offering is actually getting the women to connect and unleash This inner voice and this higher voice and this story that comes through us. The voice that is ours and that comes through us, but also belongs to everybody. And so what better way to do that than encourage them and get them to share, to to write a letter to their own voice um, and then put it into a performance context at the end of the retreat. So that was kind of my little cycle with the women.
2: I think that was just unbelievably amazing, that whole thing from start to finish with my, you know, last week's episode, we had the wonderful Rebecca Frayne, the film director and author talking about you know women's storytelling specifically which I thought was an amazing um, way to begin I think to kind of set the stage or the wonderful stage that you and the amazing Coco thank you by the way um, Mm. for her incredible creation to sort of set up that really amazing looking slightly separate place at word of mouth cafe that really I think brought people in and made everyone feel extremely welcome and open and part of the the proceedings for me was like extremely nerve wracking also, um, to get up there and do that in front of an audience. I've never interviewed anybody live on stage before, so that was a first. Wow. And that was scary. Um but you know, I think if you're gonna run an event like that, you kinda need to walk your walk. So that was a great thing. Um, or talk my talk or I don't know, do, there was a lot of talking going on. You
3: were walking your talk and
2: standing up there, have stage, we'll perform, we'll speak. Um, yeah, no shortage of people like that in Ibiza, though, as we found out.
3: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, this. So, so I think all you need to do is create a a nice space. Um, that is what we call a stage. Light it, make it look all wonderful, put a mic there, and throw in some sheepskins. Throw in some sheepskins, r- Persian rugs, um, feathers. There's <laughs> a Lo- lot of Persian rugs in a beetle as yeah, well. Loads of rugs, um, you know, the, uh, some candles. And there you have it. You have a magical stage with a magical setting. And oh my God, like, I didn't really expect so many people to be fighting for the mic I was I was really surprised and um, it has yeah really I guess you know confirmed that there needs to be a space for people to stand up and share their art share their talent share their thoughts and that's what we did and that's what they did so I was yeah I was really I was excited before and during the event I was completely I was gobsmacked and gobsmacked because I knew that women would be fighting to get up there and stand up and share. But there were so many men, too. And that was like, oh, wow, this is not just women needing a voice. Men also need a voice right now as well. So, yeah, that was super amazing. So I look forward to to listening back and hearing some of the sets that were performed.
2: Well, we're going to get into that very, very shortly. But I, you know, I really think that there's definitely uh, a word that kind of rounded off that evening. And it's it's coming up, actually, in the recording of the performance that we're about to listen to. And that was from Holly, who said that she felt that everybody was quite hungry. And actually, I really think that that's definitely true, because even in the podcasting world, if you if you dive into, um, you know, iTunes, Connect or whatever, you can see that all the podcasts are music. And I think a lot of the bars and the cafes and the restaurants around the island and all have this amazing music even the radio stations but there is no talk radio there is no community radio there is no voice for the community and actually to create that space that night felt really really special and very important and something that I think that everybody is definitely crying out for so that's really exciting that that happened and um was something that we put together together
3: together yes we did and I've and and you know just to sort of echo back what you were saying is that there is this need this community voice but also realizing that this community voice because we live in it you know in an international community with people coming from from all different parts of the world this community voice is kind of extra
2: special for sure and you know just to finish that I think you know there's definitely although this voice activation was purely for women it felt like a moment in time that i really wanted to actually create that space you know in a very small safe space but the next one is planned for april we're going to be announcing details of that extremely soon on this podcast so don't miss that but for now i think we need to dive into the performances that uh, kicked off directly after the women shared their letters to their voice and that started with charlotte fox comedian
3: Yes, Charlotte Fox. She was, she's, wow, I mean, what a sassy ball of bright energy. She's like a a real firecracker. She's an amazing stand-up comedian, artist, performer, actress, yoga teacher, writer of course and so yeah it was a real pleasure to be able to open up that speaker's corner section of the evening with her
0: i come from a place in the uk uh, called brighton uh, has anybody heard of it yeah. brighton. yes it's great in brighton you can be a bit out there when you live in brighton you can be a bit alternative people say oh yeah that's that's cool but when you walk through london and you're like this people just go oh my god is she okay <laughs> I lived in Paris for a while as well. That was even worse, you know, the French, they're very monochrome, you know. They're too chic to pick up dog shit. <laughs> I looked after two boys there, Gabrielle, Simon. They were very, very lovely boys. I'd pick them up from school. I'd be like, come on, boys, you know. I'd be like a wonky Mary Poppins, check me out. And Gabrielle was just five, French, and just <laughs> No <sighs> I want to learn about uh, culture. I, learn about <laughs> I was like, seriously, Gabrielle? The capitalists have got to you early, haven't they? You know, even having sex with a French man is like... Oh.
4: Are you fucking... <laughs>
0: that was the sound of Gabrielle's dad, Jerome guys are lovely this is really you guys are lovely um i've got a really great group of friends at home one of them uh, marilyn i've been friends with her for 17 years give me a cheer if you've got a friendship for that long yes yes amazing amazing you know when you have a very deep loving disrespect with one another you know you can say what you really mean in these friendships they sort of roast you but have deep loyalty but she's also gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, joy-free. But she still has weed. And she still has ayahuasca. But she's like, I'll pass on the wine. I'll pass on the wine. I'll pass on the wine. And we went to a festival recently, Wilderness, and uh, it was great. And she was saying to me the whole weekend, I just want to find love. <sighs> just want to find love. So I just said, Marilyn, you know what you need? Bag of MDMA. <laughs> You fall in love then, won't you? Fall in love with this half the island for six months, just mm, mm, falling in love with a pulsating beat.
5: Charlotte did a great job in making it work. Well, thank you, Joe, Alex, and to all of us for being here tonight. My name is Olivia. I have hair on my head. I have hair on my leg. What is the difference here? Is it really this little hair that you fear? Well then please go to the doctor, my dear. Because I am a hairy woman in a waxed world. Like Jackson Jackson once said, I comb and comb my troubles away and I say these lines every day. I have hair on my feet. I have hair on my back. Even a little bit of hair on my neck. I have hair in my ears, hair in my nose, hair on my ears. And that's how this song goes. Cause I'm a hairy woman in a waxed world. Like Jackson Jackson once said, I comb and comb my troubles away. And I sing this song every day. Now I have hair on my face. Some call it disgrace. I think it grows in a very beautiful place. I affair between my legs. It works very well with sex. Natural stimulation brings celebration. Now, I am tired of waxing, and I'm tired of pulling, and I'm tired of shaving my soul. And I consider a blessing what nature gave me. And with my hair, I'll grow old. Because I'm a hairy woman in a very waxed world. Like Jackson Jackson once said, I comb and comb my troubles away, and I sing this song every day. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello, everybody.
6: Look at me, the man comes up He starts shouting. Um, I just wanna start this off by saying how amazing it is to, uh, to have heard everyone speak so beautifully. Um, seriously, I think it's very hard to come up here and be very vulnerable. So, thank you to all the women who have come and spoken. It was very beautiful, and uh, nice uh, um, My name's Sam, I'm just gonna say a couple of words quickly. I'm visiting IB for it's my first time here, and uh, the other day I went to Pike's. Um, had a nice orgy, hey Charlotte, good to see you again. Um, <laughs> I went to Pikes for the first time the other night and I saw every different type of Ibephan. You know, there were so many different types of people there. There were the kind of, almost like, ex-hooligan British people there. There was kind of like more upmarket, slightly pretentious people. There were the beautiful hippies and everyone in between. There were so many different people. But looking at you, I like realized that you've all come together for the same reason cocaine (laughs) and I accepted cocaine from a man with a dream catcher earring and I didn't say why have you got a dream catcher earring the only time you can't wear it is when you sleep I said give me that note Jasper this one's for Freddy (laughs) and that's my time and I for so far now everyone said some beautiful words so I wanted to express myself uh, and say something a little bit serious so a couple, a couple of months ago, I had the honor of hosting my cousin's wedding. I, I ordained them, I did this ceremony. And it was beautiful, I'll never forget when they asked me. Uh, my cousin and her partner Greg, they came up to me, they took my hand and they said, Sam, we want you to marry us. And I said, Greg, I don't think that's legal in this country. But I lent in for a kiss anyway. And he said, no, 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 I want you to host the ceremony and marry us there so I did and they asked me to dress a bit silly so I wore these kind of corduroy trousers with the bum cheeks missing arseless cords and a cape and I wrote beautiful words and I did it and I was was hosting this wedding and I was looking at my cousin and there came a time when I was remembering the people we'd lost and I spoke about my, the fiancé's grandparents who had died, my cousin's grandparents who had died, and then also my cousin's uncle, Stefan, who's my dad. And as I said that, I love that you're laughing for that, but like I, as I said that, I got a, a lump in my throat because I was suddenly looking at all my family, doing a beautiful thing, talking about the death of my father, and it got very like emotional. But I realised that what I've been talking about is that even though dead people couldn't be at the wedding, they're always with us, because the effect they've had on us is always etched in our hearts. And everyone who's you know, gone in our lives, they live on through us because they've influenced us so much. So just by being here and hosting that wedding experience and being part of something beautiful, my dad was living in on through me. And in some ways I am my dad and I am his death and everything I do is an expression of that. And just as I thought that in my head up there on the podium, I felt a gust of wind Come from behind me, f- through the hole in my ass cheeks into my into my butt, and I knew it was him and I don't know if he had sent a cosmic force of wind or if maybe his spirit was kneeling down behind me, kind of f- blowing into my asshole just like he used to do when we were
0: just like he
3: used to do when they were what were they doing uh yeah i know cosmic wind so mysterious how's your cosmic wind today joe feeling very flatulent
2: (laughs) how's your cosmic wind uh it's a little crazy with the rest of the astro weather but thank you for asking it's been very elemental the last few days and um, we're definitely moving into that wintry season where did sam come from Uh, I think he was like a a mystical man that came out of the woodwork. Um, He definitely popped up as a surprise guest. I love the fact that as a man, he felt like he could get up and just, you know, surprise us.
3: Yeah, I I didn't actually think that any men were going to get up at all. I thought it would just be all women. And so when he appeared from, you know, from out of the shadows and onto the stage, I was like, wow, a man... (laughs) With his, with his cosmic wind. With his cosmic wind. A man and his cosmic wind. Exactly.
2: Which led us lately on to our next guest. Yes. Sweet, wonderful
3: Hannah. Um, she was next. Um, and she took us on a beautiful journey, um, which I think began with a little piece of chocolate.
7: Thanks, Sam. That was um, enlightening. <laughs> so I had some friends staying at my house. And... Um, After they left, I completely true story. I went in the fridge, top shelf, some chocolate. And I was like, ooh, yeah, midnight, I'll have a little bit of that. And I was like, oh, it's in tinfoil, a little bit bitty. It's probably just chocolate. And then I was like, oh, shit, maybe it's mushrooms. I'll go to sleep, and I'll fall asleep, and I'll have really nice dreams. But as I was lying in bed, scrolling on Instagram, all the letters, like, started to get really swirly up in my face. So I decided to just start writing and see what happened. I've never read anything that I've written in front of anyone before, but I've been doing it since I was about seven. So let's see how this goes. I've had a little edit, and I think I took out most of the funny stuff, but um, there should be something in there from this particular trip. 1 a.m. Not satisfied, plodding here, passing time. Missing you, procrastinate, when really I should meditate. I turn to scroll out of fear of what's been going on up here. Too afraid to dig in my foggy mind, I'd be let down with what I'd find. Disappointed, all disjointed, memories of fingers pointed, like rifling through a pile of old papers, lost and left to sit, unloved and faded, slowly find their contents jaded. Abandoned, forgotten, but sadly not yet rotten. Still they hold forgotten rhymes, ancestors' words and rhythms of kind. I'm writing now in frenzy flow. It feels as though there's more to know. I want to unfurl in order to grow. I'm writing for my mum and for her mother too. Grandma Jean, is that you? She was a spy, knew how to fly. Strong women reside still alive in me, it's true. So I put my heart out on the page, well, on the screen you know what i mean <laughs> i speak for you and you and you release this rage we're united unified in pleasure and in pain in joys and strife we'll heal again and again and again over and over just empty your brain keep going round until you've found healing this feeling is slowly revealing each time we find we're stronger and brighter because we know we're not alone I thought I had to be my own home, solo and strong, but I was wrong. In truth, there's peace in me, because I have community. Ancient ties and sisters here, above all else, won't disappear. We won't accept disrespect. or ups and downs refuse to be a clown. A message now to listen to your inner voice. Remember that you have a choice. When you're done, draw a line. Let go of the past, of heavyweights, cast trust in time, in progress and process. The best accept and no less. I'm stronger than we'll ever know. Life put me here to grow and grow. And that I will, with words, expand. Heart to the sky and feet in the ground. Aliving, surviving. This human is not quite thriving, but more than intact. We'll rise up as sisters, and that is a fact. I was pretty high, but quite impressed with the rhymes.
1: I've always been writing all my life. I write down a lot. I don't always read it back. This is a little poem I wrote when we first arrived here. So, it goes like this. Philosophy is silly, Sophie. People with ideas, they all want a trophy. Theories of magic and religious circles. The evolution of life, no utters, no urcles. That's thanks in Indonesian, just so you know. Pride of your own, no need for a throne. You see, we've come a long way since dungeons and castles, but still live in prisons, and yes, they're still rascals. The study of fundamental nature of knowledge becomes quite interesting if you go to college. Realities, existence, values, and reason all ponder wildly why we hung for treason. We've transcended quite far through kindness and living, but need to continue this shining and giving. This is the journey through life you shall learn, that knowledge is power that you have to earn. But along the way, we find the tools, meet lots of people, some of whom are fools. These learnings alone aren't quite enough. That's why you must explore so your skin can grow tough. Experience the world and what it has to offer fall in love, get angry, and then meet another. It will continue, it will go on, a timeline, a future, and maybe a song. So please brush your teeth and get tucked into bed. I am your father, and that's enough said.
2: So that was Harry, (laughs) word of mouth, uh, owner, creator, founder, um, who got up and um, had his little um, moment in the spotlight with his ventriloquist, son, Shea. So that was beautiful, and very, very grateful for that little contribution. And... You know, I really, really loved the fact, again, that we had another man kind of, you know, writing his poems and feeling empowered to step up there and share his little bit of magic. Um, But again, that was a really lovely moment that led us neatly on to. That led us on to
3: Lauren. So Lauren Lee, um, island resident and all round goddess, she then shaped the evening into another area, which was a beautiful letter to the men. So I really loved this kind of dance between the masculine and feminine that was taking place on stage. Um, And yeah, and and, and her letter was beautiful. And I think we were all sitting there listening intently um, at what, what she was sharing.
8: My name is Lauren and I'm super excited and honored to be here. Ali invited me to come share and she told me about the, the power of this evening and of everyone coming together and sharing their voices and about the women's activation retreat. And we realized that we couldn't speak to the women without speaking to the men. So I'd like to read a little something that I, I wrote earlier in honor of all the women and all the men. Dear men, the time is now to celebrate the curves of our bodies and cover them with kisses that are rich with devotion. To be deliciously intrigued by our minds and give space for our thoughts, our opinions, our dreams and visions to be expressed. To become intoxicated within our souls and inhale the truth it holds, a kaleidoscope crystal with endless layers of shadow and light. To protect, respect and serve the feminine. To see your mother, sister and daughter in the eyes of every woman you meet. I wish for you to see us as a sacred temple, to open us slowly slowly, (laughs) slowly, (laughs) deliberately and carefully, to drink us in sweetly like the first drops of rain that kiss the island after August, to embrace us as we shimmy and shake freely within all the archetypes, the mystic, the maiden, the huntress, the lover, the sage, the queen, and of course the mother, to hold us in all our fucking rage, dancing with the wildfires of our hearts within the steady drumbeat of your devotion to invite us to soften into our tenderness, letting us exhale deeply into the safety of your arms, to meet us with tears and laughter, both passion and presence, fumbling and falling, unafraid of intimacy, forever seeking to feel. I want you to remember that we are deep like the oceans, and I ask you to dive in, heart first. I wish for you to strip away your fears and lie beside us as we savour the stars and drink in the moonlight unafraid to undress our minds, to turn on our bodies, and to drift into unknown places and spaces. I want you to know there is immense strength within surrender. I wish for you to know and feel true feminine power, to be willing to question it all and dare to uncover sacred feminism. No, this is not political feminism, but a feminism of the soul where we stand strong in advocacy for a movement that involves deep, fearless self-exploration, acknowledgement, and a commitment to looking beyond our conditioned assumptions and ideals about the masculine and the feminine. This is an act of awakening the feminine within to honor her as the sacred life force of the universe, the energy that cycles in creation, sustenance, and destruction with its own intrinsic laws of intelligence that we must honor and harmonize with. I pray for the abundance of the feminine, for the red earth to be blessed, and for the clean waters to flow with ease. To see our relationship to the planet as a reflection of the relationship we hold to our bodies. To rebalance lifetimes of abuse, suppression, and separation. To give voices to the women who have not been heard, and to create silence enough to hear her. Because when you support and care for a woman, you return to the purpose of a man, It is essential and life-giving, as is the breath that pulses through you. Hmm. So this is your invitation to come forth and stand with us and for us. The time is now to allow the beat of your heart to pulse to the beat of ours. So we may rise and fall into new ways of living and loving together. Amen. Amen.
9: Namaste.
4: Love you all. I was really uh, impressed by Charlotte. I'd never heard anyone like that. I was uh, falling in love, but then I realized that I'm a vegan shaman. There's no way. I also didn't know there was a time to read poetry, so I will do that. I got to Ibiza two years ago on this date. My house uh, in San Francisco burned uh, July 25th, or July 28th. And uh, I got on a flight here and decided to go hang out with my friend Vera. It's a great (laughs) idea. Um, So this is called Todos Somos Flores. Starting out as seeds, planted onto the earth, released into the wind, we drift to new seas. Let go, float to where it's safe to flow, live on what's inside, open to the world, Play play with your surroundings, it's not healthy to hide. Nature wants you to bloom. Take a risk. Find a space. Extend a route. There is always room. Bloom, bloom, bloom. We are all flowers. Thanks, everyone, for sharing stories. It's been nice. Stories accumulate over time and when shared with a rhyme can illuminate the nuances of a life to keep living. Storytellers each have their own style. Some glorify the past at the expense of the present. Some immortalize characters even if they are vile. Some adapt the points of emphasis and detail to fit neatly into the delivery mechanism of the day, risking dilution at the altar of modern distribution. Every vantage point has a narrative, yet those in flow who often carry the show struggle to find a voice in our moment of unlimited choice. To listen is to embrace the silent majority, where self-awareness in a room is the priority. The, The pursuit of followers has created a culture that is a bit hollower, but the panacea for mankind is often hidden in our own mind. So as we connect into our heart, the timeless creator remembers where to start. Because it, perhaps it's your time to conjure up a little rhyme, speak it out loud, or put it down on the page. Because when it resonates, you'll feel it even if you're not up on stage. In a world where anyone with talent can be a celebrity, it's true that anonymity is exclusivity. Your life is rich, and navigating multiple realities can go off without a hitch. But as you see the world turning, it starts to go against everything you've been learning. And hidden in your heart, you feel that itch to open your soul and make that switch. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I know I'm not the only one. I see you, and you see me. We both share a dream that is beyond this present reality. So how do you offer a voice to those who care in a moment of global despair as the loudest voices in the room reiterate the doom and gloom? You share. You lay yourself bare. You communicate with your heart because it always knows where to start. Please enjoy this transmission before I head back into remission.
9: (laughs) I'm going to share another one. So we've had so many beautiful words tonight. And it's been such a... Privilege and an honour to be with these women over this past three days. I've been doing the vocal activations in the morning with Jo on her retreat. Mm. And the word that comes to me as we have this mic on stage is hunger. There's so much hunger. People want to come and people want to share these words that are in their hearts these words that are pulsing through them, this meaning, this deeper meaning that we forge about life by just our words. So here are a few of mine. Let your words live in the eyes of strangers. Let them be prayers of love and let your prayers live in the dance of lovers as they curl their tongues around the moon and let yourself swoon as prayers of love they purr and lap the shore be sure
2: This will be short and sweet, but I felt called to read this due to the uprising going on currently in Iran. So this is by a poet who had been stalking online for a while and it's um, a lady called Chrissy Stain. When they tell you to be quiet and smile, tell them you prefer to bite your tongue and taste blood. When they say you wear too much makeup, burn your face in the Sun never stop the rage women will not fade they have awoken you have no right to see them broken hair and bodies are not the government's business creating laws that don't exist how did self-expression become a crime do you murder in your spare time why be fools for power taking rights like a coward waging wars against women, forcing them to be prisons. I cannot fathom the amount of venom to take away freedom. Women were made with a voice. Only women can make their own choice. Thank you. So the final two speakers that you've heard there are the incredible Matty, the vegan shaman. I was very, very happy that he popped up and came out of nowhere. Um, I felt like he was a kind of a show stopping moment, actually, some of his beautiful lyrics and words and just kind of allowing space for us to maybe think about our use of social media as well as just using our words wisely.
3: Yeah, that was a real surprise and he read a couple of pieces of his poetry that he'd written and I think the 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 one that really stood out for me was Storytellers which was yeah echoing you know this this need for celebrity that we can all have access to but actually what's more sacred is you know having anonymity and that in some ways is more exclusive um really really well written and beautifully performed um, and again just gave me something and I think everyone else something to think about and more and more as everyone was sharing the vulnerability you're sharing your vulnerability for everyone else as well so it really had like deep resonance for me as well.
2: I think vulnerability is yeah definitely the word of, of the week and particularly of the retreat weekend as well I think everybody really was way more vulnerable than I ever expected them to be which felt like an honor to actually experience people's vulnerability in the way that they were willing to lay it down it was um yeah it was astounding actually and quite jaw-dropping at times and um and actually I had my own little vulnerable moment in that very last poem that you've heard there because this situation in Iran for me felt like another unbelievable piece of timing really that Mm. this is all going on um during and in the run-up to the retreat and there were a lot of women that came to me with a lot of very raw emotion about that and they really wanted to share something but I think that was kind of the first opportunity you know that we really had to kind of speak about that and I felt uncomfortable and frightened and deeply out of my comfort zone actually to get up and and say that poem which is not mine it's Christy Staines from um well I found her on Instagram Mm -hmm. I think she's incredible and I know that I've bored you senseless with how much I love her in the past but yeah it was you know again another moment where I think that's what this is all about trying to empower women to be able to sit up and feel comfortable performing and speaking in public and I was amazed again at just how much my little heart was Mm -hmm. going like the clappers and and the kind of nerves that I experienced. Yeah I think I mean vulnerability you know is at the core of
3: uh you know is at the root of why we you know don't speak up and and share because we you know we 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 fear we fear being vulnerable we fear the shame that it may bring or that we may feel around it but just by listening to every single person that you know had the balls <laughs> to stand up there and make themselves vulnerable knowing that they were n- not in perfect conditions not there was nothing there was nothing there that that screamed out, we need to be perfect. It was everybody really sharing their raw hearts and their material. And the beauty of that is, is that the audience sat there and listened. And there is also an element of vulnerability that comes from them listening, holding space for the people that are speaking, and being able to internalize the words, and maybe think differently and, and, and act differently in life. And also, it's a source of information, you know, maybe you didn't have the, a thought about um, what um, he said or she said, and maybe you didn't know that that was going on. So I think if you can speak, um, you must speak. You know, if, if we can, we must. And now more than ever, with everything that's going on in the world, with people being silenced, yeah, I feel like it's a gift.
2: Exactly. It very much is a privilege to be able to say the words that women worldwide, you know, are not able to say and or even if they are, you know, we're all able to say our, you know, peace and speak our truth and speak, you know, the words that we need to be heard. But I think that's the issue isn't it it's like some people just aren't listening or they're not able to have the amplification of their voices which you know from the media being shut down and their social media being shut down and various other platforms so I think to give platform to voice through this event through this retreat just felt really poignant and like a, a beautiful moment in time really and yeah I didn't know what to expect when I was kind of putting all of the retreat stuff together in the first instance and it turned out, yeah, way better than I could ever expected. And particularly with that amazing evening of live performance and spoken word and live interview and just doing all these things that I've kind of dreamt about doing, like doing a live podcast interview. And I, yeah, I was feeling really nervous about that. So I'm really glad that all of these firsts have all been broken all in one night on one stage. Um, here on the island and and much of that is thanks to your input so thank you very much and did you want to end with a little piece of your own
3: yes so I will end with a piece that I wrote called ancestral jam and oh my god people will be (laughs) sick of hearing it soon because this is now the third time I've performed it but it really does echo the parts that we play out for one another um and really this whole life cycle that we're in and this whole kind of karmic crashing that is happening around us is is really yeah it's i think it's really important um to to use this piece just through yeah just through everything that we've heard um on the on the stage um through the event um just listening to everybody's stories and realizing that we're playing out parts for one another so I'll go I'll go with my ancestral jam I have a man whose ancestral jam drips its way down my window as if a thunderstorm of karma crashes through an opening in the sky like a symphony of sounds from the past repeating a song that we just can't stop playing. I gaze out the window of my heart, a thin pane of glass so delicate and fragile could this possibly last I ponder into the vista, and right before me I see it, dripping and pouring. Instead of raining cats and dogs, it's raining grandmothers, grandfathers, mothers, brothers, a sister, great-auntie Betty, cousin Bob, the brothers of my uncle that my mother would never speak of. And all of a sudden, it's all I can see, fate, love and karma, laid before me. Hmm. I signed up for romance, a night of passion, yet here I am with his grandmother's irration, irrational behaviors, scents, and sounds. He approaches the car and drapes through the window. I swoon, by the way, at his gesture, his beard, and his false innuendo. He tells me, Hey, baby, you have something very special. I feel so connected to you. And also, you remind me of my grandmother, and you smell like her, too flawed not flattered by the whispers of his soul is this a shadow of a story that is waiting to be told oh yes the shadow following me in the light i don't want to look at my ugly because it's an awful sight yet i surrender i call out to the heavens and i ask for healing a voice booms down as i bear my soul on the mountain whilst kneeling There is no use dropping to your knees and staring at the ceiling. You are only prolonging the unbearable pain of being. Dive deeply into the depths of your soul. Here you will find your traumas waiting to unfold. But that is us. The wound is not you. Witness the clues is what you really must do. Really? I have to look at this work and look at my shit? I decide to accept the quest and take a look at it. I will dive into the void, the abyss of non-existence, a therapy session with Sharon I attend with no resistance. I stare into the crystal ball, a mystical sphere of glass. I set up an altar with Saraswati, Babaji and Guru Ramdas. The tarot reader announces, The healing lies with all the lovers in your soul. Can I not just get married, retire into false security and rest in the bliss of a love story told? No, it appears not. Ancestral jam, existential crisis, an ayahuasca ceremony last week had me conversing with Isis. I pursue the path, I always ask why, I want nothing but truth, I have forgiven the monogamous lie. Do I need a husband, and do you really need a wife? Maybe I'd be better with a girlfriend by my side for life. Can we all live and dance as one, eternally creating we forage under the sun? Oh, existential pie or covered in ancestral jam, show me some mercy and tell me who I am. I can't escape the wounding of my sweet Uncle Peter. Before him it belonged to my great-grandfather and my Granny Joan and I never got to meet her. The complexities and comparisons that we witness as a play, everywhere our ancestors living through the characters we encounter day by day. Mary mother of Jesus dear God and also Mary the lover I often dream of a deep-seated fantasy that takes place by a well I long red hair and him with a beard as his veil anyway as they were saying the true mystery in life is to keep on playing dance with the birds the bees and the flowers hold on to the kisses that last for hours Flow with the bipolar rhythms of the sea, The answer is in the stars for you and for me. All is written, all is woven, A tenacious tapestry of life, ingrained, not frozen. Melting altogether, this sweet delicious pie, Existential what's-its, who's-its, and whys. Ancestors old, ancestors new, Give us a sign, show us what to do, existential pie or covered in ancestral jam bless me with your mercy tell me tell me who i am Hawaii. Hey, well god knows <laughs> after re- after reading this i don't even know anymore are you having an existential crisis yes every day somehow this is an ancestral jam. This is an ancestral existential jam. Uh, just oh uh, god. But um yeah, that's it. Inspired by inspired by um uh, the man in my life and how everything that keeps on acting out is reminding us of our ancestors old and new. Um you know, my mother, his mother, father, grandfather, grandparents cousins ayahuasca ceremony ayahuasca ceremonies it just all kind of rolls into one and i think you know everyone we meet every day um plays a part in our in our existential crisis (laughs) no our ancestral jam sometimes our existential crisis but um certainly i think it has a lot to one has a lot to do with the other is what I'm trying to say.
2: That's another podcast, uh, Alex, and yeah. we haven't got time today.
3: Yeah, no, I haven't. I don't even, wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> we need to consult the ans- consult the ancestors.
2: I think we need to call in the directions and the ancestors from all the different, uh, you know, yeah. elements.
3: We need. We should grab grab all the the shamans. The vegan shaman could come and and hopefully help us out.
2: <laughs> There's always a vegan shaman somewhere where we, when you need one. Yeah, exactly. I'm
3: going to go and find one right now.
2: I think that's um, a great place to leave today's episode and there's been just an unbelievably high bar set for episode one of... uh, Well, there's actually episode two of two parts, really, from the the live things that happened on that night and um, it was very, very special. I hope there might be another one in the not-too-distant future Um, so we will announce any details of anything upcoming in the spoken word world at some point soon. Yes, and... um there definitely
3: will be more but I just want to say big thank yous thank you to you thank you to Harry and his wife at WOM and also to Coco amazing Coco Harder who always is there you know helping make everything magical and keeping things together on all these crazy harebrained things we do
2: and also I want to say a massive thank you to Mavi DeMars for DJing um, alongside Hannah Ledera aka Handmade and yeah those two really really brought an extra bit of special spicy magic to the evening as well in between some of the spoken word elements and the interview with Rebecca Frain. So it was just, yeah, it was unbelievable. And also, you know, to all of the amazing staff at Warm as well, because they were absolutely slammed. It was completely packed.
3: Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Indeed, it was yeah, super magical and everyone coming together in this way just shows, um, yeah, it just shows that you can co-create and in a, in, a, in a flash of a moment, something wonderful can appear.
0: Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, coming to you every day.